This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of Contractor's Corner from Solar Power World. Hey everybody, I'm Kelsey Misbrenner, Senior Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. I'm here with Todd Laird, Solar Product Specialist, and Adam Seidel, Global Solar Product Support Engineer at Preformed Line Products, or PLP. PLP manufactures mounting solutions for PV solar applications of all types, from utility and government projects to residential. It's headquartered in Mayfield, Ohio. So Todd and Adam, can you first tell me a little bit about your day-to-day work at PLP? Uh, I can start. Um, This is Adam. Uh, First of all, thanks so much for having us here to represent PLP on your broadcast, Kelsey. So I'm a global product support engineer, and my day-to-day involves helping customers out on the technical side. It's kind of a technical support role. Um, I design the racking systems to meet the needs of their specific project, and I do this uh, in the U.S. and across the world for our uh, PLP subsidiaries. Yeah, thanks for having us, Kelsey. I, just like Adam, I also handle a lot of the technical questions that customers might have during installations, as well as the initial design of the system. Great, thank you both. So first, can you tell us about some common issues installers might encounter on the job site for both roof and ground-mounted solar projects? Sure, Kelsey. Uh, First, when installer gets up on a roof, they might find some unexpected surprises that were missed in the original layout of the system. Surprises like obstructions that can wreak havoc on where they thought they were going to install the modules. These obstructions come in all shapes and sizes. For example, there are smaller ones like roof drains or vent pipes and the shadows that they cast. Then there are also larger ones like skylights, AC units, or even drainage valleys or raised crickets. And of course, no roof is actually flat. So sometimes the waviness of the roof needs to be dealt with during the installation. Now, when it comes to ground mounts, the first step is usually to drive a vertical support into the ground like an I-beam or heavy-duty C-channel. However, underneath the ground surface, other kinds of surprises are hidden. These may not even be found when pull tests or soil sampling is done. Here's a situation PLP hears about sometimes. We help spec embedment depths to drive a pile for our power peak ground mount, And at first, the installer sees a field of grass on healthy soil or an endless open field. Then they find there's a boulder three feet below the grade, or worse, an unmarked pipe. Even a layer of soil can change from loose and sandy to bedrock within a short distance and without warning. So a quick, cheap alternative needs to be figured out. For ground and roof mounts, there's also the occasional nightmare of a last-minute change to the solar module that's going to be installed. This could have been caused by a supply issue or even a last minute cost savings opportunity. So what would be the best way to avoid obstructions during a project? Yeah, great question. Ideally, visiting the site while designing the system is going to be your best option to determine what obstacles might lay in your your way. More often than not, we're relying on satellite imagery to design our systems. And of course, satellite imagery is not always up to date and the accuracy and clarity of the image can vary. Uh, We do find a lot that high-res imaging is available in more populated areas like cities, but rural areas really don't show the roof very well. So it can make it very difficult when designing a system. So the installer may have to rely on the adjustability of a solar rack 
to work around any unforeseen obstacles. Okay. And how can a penetrating roof mount racking system be adjustable? If an installer is dealing with roof undulations, like a waviness of the roof, they can make little height adjustments by using a slot in the L-feet that attaches the rails to the roof. Then if short obstructions are encountered, like drain covers, you can raise the system up using a standoff. PLP's line of power post standoffs range in height from 2.5 to 10 inches to get modules above all kinds of obstacle heights. With larger obstacles, an installer might need to relocate the roof attachment points. This is fine so long as you don't exceed the maximum rail span or cantilever spec by the manufacturer. For reference, PLP's website has span and cantilever charts for all rail types, site conditions, and module sizes. Now, if relocating an attachment forces a longer span, a heavier-duty rail will solve this problem. For that reason, PLP also has eight different rail profiles in our power rail family that span up to 25 feet for commercial applications. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Adam brought up the longer rail spans. Uh, one thing to note is longer spans can generate higher point loads, and the capacity of the structural members should be verified before the installation begins. Oh, thanks so much for bringing up such an important point, Todd. Uh, now, when heavier-duty rails are not available, because you don't always have those in the truck, of course, an installer can repurpose excess rail that was cut from the original links and use them as a third rail to support the modules. The maximum uh, span for a rail will always be increased when installing three instead of the usual two rails. When relocating a roof attachment happens in a small area, that third rail may only need to be a short length. Of course, the installer should confirm that this kind of modification is okay with the rack and module manufacturers. These are the kinds of questions PLP's product support team gets from installers working on site and are always available to help when needed. And also, to find the initial maximum spans and cantilevers, besides the span charts, the PLP website provides an online engineering design tool the output of this easy-to-use tool also includes a bill of materials and documentation to include with your permitting package. And let's not forget about our ballasted systems. Ballasted systems work a little bit differently in that they rely on concrete ballast blocks to keep the system in place. Um, installers are required to install the ballast trays flush to the roof and that can create some issues when working around obstacles on the roof. Sometimes the panels will actually need to be moved altogether. Uh, so a flexible system during installation can prove to be extremely beneficial to an installer. Uh, PLP's PowerMax system offers inner row spacing that can be adjusted anywhere between seven and a half and 19 and a half inches. So if the installer did happen to come across any obstruction on the roof, they can do this worry-free without having to be concerned about moving a panel to a whole different section of the roof. And of course, moving a panel can require extra build materials, which could add project delays and add unplanned expenses. So if an installer does happen to come across one of these roof obstructions, they can just easily relocate the ballast tray. And as long as it comes into line with the ballast requirements of the project plans. And PLP's PowerMax ballasted system offers this flexibility to reduce project delays and added expenses. 
Yeah, Todd, PowerMax's adjustable inner row spacing is a truly unique feature for the industry. It can really save installers from a difficult situation. Yeah, that's true. And, and also, let's not forget about our ground mount systems as well. You know, we offer adjustable situations here. Um, sometimes when driving vertical beams, you'll come across obstructions like rocks, pipes, or boulders that we mentioned earlier. So when hitting these, it's okay to move the vertical beams a few feet, so long as it doesn't exceed the maximum span that's specified in our plans. Oh, that's right, Todd. This is similar to that roof mount attachment uh, situation I talked about. So the third rail option can also work here to extend spans if you need to move a pile further out. Yeah, yeah, great point. And continuing, we've also had uh, customer situations where tables sizes would need to be changed in the array. So for example, uh, for a table that's 30 modules wide, if an obstruction happens on one of the vertical beams towards the center of the table, we can actually split the table into two groups of 15 panels wide. This will allow us to completely avoid the obstruction at the center of the system. Uh, we also know that sometimes the panels when being driven, they can go in wonky or be at weird angles and out of plumb. Uh, so we actually have slots in our power peak system that will allow for four degrees of adjustability in this area. Along those same lines, we also have a 15 degree east-west adjustability to cover any rolling terrain or ground slopes that might be encountered. So what's the solution if one of these vertical supports cannot be relocated? Well, in situations like this, where a whole layer of rock gets in the way below grade, PLP has options to shorten the pile embedment depth. If time allows, a pile can just be set in the concrete foundation that'll significantly reduce the depth. When installers don't have this kind of time, which is usually the case, PLP can design an alternative front back leg system where each leg is much shorter than a single central support design. Earlier you mentioned the possibility of a last minute change to the solar module being installed. How can an installer handle this on a ground mounted project? Yeah, hopefully the module size doesn't change too much from between design and installation, but like PLP's other adjustable systems, our new carport can handle this even after the vertical supports have already been installed. Each end of the structure actually features telescoping cantilever sections that allow shrinking and extending of the system up to four feet. It also features shared module clamps that use self-tapping screws and they can be installed anywhere along the east-west purlins. So this makes it very flexible during the installation and there's no, no issues with adapting to a larger or smaller panel. Great. Well, thank you so much, Todd and Adam, for your time. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks again for having us, Kelsey. Yes, thank you. I'm Kelsey Misbrenner with Solar Power World. Solar Power World.